from WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM, your Valley Free Radio Station. Welcome. I'm Warren Odestulet, and this is A Baha'i Perspective. Welcome to A Baha'i Perspective. I recorded an interview with Rosamond Brenner on July 27, 2019. Rosamond is an accomplished keyboard artist, composer, and teacher. She studied organ and harpsichord in Europe and earned a Ph.D. in music history from Brandeis University. She taught piano to students of all ages for 35 years and worked as an organist and choir director. Still going strong at age 88, She's recently recorded her fifth CD of original piano compositions inspired by the writings of the Baha'i Faith. In the interview, we feature compositions from her fifth CD, Divine Revelation, Loving and Uplifting Steps to Unity and Bliss. For each piano composition, Rosamond describes her interpretation of specific writings of the Baha'i Faith to the piano composition that we play on the interview. The manner in which she describes the relationship between the specific writing and the piano composition is quite remarkable. The Baha'i texts that she refers to are printed on the CD cover. I started the interview by asking Rosamond where she grew up and what was religious life like growing up. I grew up in Massachusetts. I was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts. My religious life was Reformed Jewish. And I was brought up to be very kind and considerate of other people. And I was educated at a temple called Temple Ahaba Shalom, which means lovers of peace, temple lovers of peace. And I took some courses in Hebrew. I learned Hebrew as a second language. I was very animated by that. I really liked doing that. And I went to a camp when I was 11 years old. And it was called Camp Young Judea, and I was very unhappy in that camp, and I came home in the middle of the summer. The next summer, I went to a Girl Scout camp. It was called Camp Four Winds, and there were all different types of people there, and I had a very nice time. And I had my first experience with racism when someone said, oh, if a black person came in, you wouldn't play with her. And I said, why wouldn't I play with her? Of course I would. And they said, oh, you would. You know, there was, there was a funny attitude towards me because they knew I was Jewish, and I was one of only two Jewish girls at that camp. So then after that, from 45 to 48, I stayed at a music camp in the summer. I was learning to play viola. Now, as far as my musical abilities, at the beginning, I was introduced to the piano by my mother, and she gave me a wooden keyboard and put down the names of the notes on the keys. And when I was, I think I was six years old, we lived in Lawrence Road in Brookline, and I went to um, a public school, and they got me a piano. And I started playing the piano, and I took to it like a duck takes to water. And I just loved playing the piano. So they couldn't get me away from it, and I just enjoyed every minute of it. Fast forward to 1953. I went to Harvard. It was called Radcliffe at the time. And I graduated cum laude. I gave a senior recital. I was dating this man, and he wanted to marry me. And I was all set to marry him. And my father says, don't marry him. So my father got me not to marry him, and I, I was obedient to my father because I was very obedient to my parents. Of course, in the Ten Commandments, you honor your father and your mother. So I said, okay. So I broke the engagement. Then I went on to France 
to the American school at Fontainebleau. I met all kinds of interesting new people. I learned how to play the organ because that fellow from college was telling me, learn to play the organ, because he admired Bach a great deal. So I said, okay. So I played the organ, and the organ got me into a Fulbright grant in Vienna. And I was in Vienna for two years, because the first year, and it was renewed. But in between the two years, it was 54 to 56, I was able to go to Israel, because I, I found a lot of anti-Semitism in Vienna, and they didn't expect I, they didn't suspect me to be Jewish because I looked so Aryan, blonde hair and blue eyes and, and all that stuff, white skin. So I went to Israel. The first place I landed in Israel was Haifa. And they were taking us around the shrine of Baha'u'llah and the, ba, no, the shrine of Bob and Abdul Baha. And uh, they showed us the buildings, but they didn't say anything about the faith. And I said, what is this? I didn't quite understand what it was. So Baha'u'llah is the prophet founder of the Baha'i faith. The Bab is the forerunner to Baha'u'llah, similar to the John the Baptist being the forerunner of Jesus, although Baha'is consider the Bab a messenger of God in his own right. And so Rosamond is referring to the shrine of the Bab, which is where the messenger of God, the Bab, is buried in Haifa. Go ahead. Okay. So after that, I went back to Vienna. This is the summer of 1955. When I got back to my class in Vienna, there was a Baha'i in my classroom. Her name was Leila Storch. And she was the daughter of a person called Ahmad Sorab. Leila Storch was raving about the Baha'i faith. She loved everything about it, and she was talking about it. But my mother kept saying to me, don't change your religion. That's one thing you don't do is change your religion. So I was very obedient to my mother. In my, in my heart of hearts, I wanted to look into this other thing. But I didn't look into it quite yet. This was in 1956. I go to New York in 1956, in the summer of 56. And my cousin Diane was married to Steve, and he was a lawyer. And my aunt and uncle, who lived in Chicago at the time, took me to the house of worship. And they said, these people believe in all the prophets. And I said, boy, that sounds very interesting. So in Wilmette, Illinois, which is the outskirts of Chicago, is the one Baha'i house of worship in the United States. And that's what Rosamond's referring to as the house of worship. Yeah, so they said, those people believe in all the prophets. And I I had an open mind. I wanted to believe in everything. I, I trusted so many people. And I said, oh, what's wrong with that? And, you know, but my mother said, don't change your religion. So I didn't look into it until much later, um, 1956, back to Vienna. I want to stay a third year and finish up with my organ work. And I was almost finished. My mother didn't want me to do it, but I persuaded her in, in a masterpiece-type letter that I wanted to stay. They said, okay. So a couple of months go by. No, November 56 was the Hungarian Revolution. I saw the tanks going around Budapest. I said, oh, this is very dangerous. And I was getting a little bit jittery about not being married because in the 50s, a Jewish woman not married, what's the matter with you? You know, feel like a leper or something. So I, I said, well, I'm not meeting very many people in Vienna. And my landlord, his name was Paul Estahazi, he said that I was hidden in Vienna. <laughs> he used a German term, die also, my father sent me a cable. He said, come home at once. So I went home December 56 on the Mazdam, and the ship was a very turbulent journey, but I was very happy with my clavichord. I get home, 57. That was a pivotal year. I did three things. I played organ in Christ Church in Cambridge, 
I was playing in a series of Bach concerts, and the person recording me was a, a man who was a, an acoustical engineer. He right away had a flame on me. <laughs> he liked me. So he took me on a date to MIT Chapel. And at MIT Chapel, he introduced me to his roommate, who was Alfred Brenner. I said, oh. And Alfred Brenner wanted my phone number, but David wouldn't give it to him right away. But after I broke up with David, I started going out with Al. In September of 57, I go to Brandeis, and I start working on my Ph.D., and they said, oh, you can't get a Ph.D. because you're a woman. I said, what does that have to do with my intelligence? I'm going to try to get the Ph.D. So I started on 57, and I'm studying in, in, at Brandeis, and my husband, <laughs> Al, he marries me in 58 in June, fast forward. We go off to Switzerland, and I continue my organ study in Switzerland. I become a virtuoso organist. Passed the exam. I took it twice, and I passed the exam. They wouldn't give you the diploma in one year because he said, we can't give you the diploma in one year. So my husband says, don't worry. It's only a piece of paper. Don't worry about the diploma. You pass the exam. Don't worry about it. I get home. We, we move to Belmont, and we're living in Belmont. We had two children, and I got my Ph.D. in 68, and I'm teaching at the Boston Conservatory in 67. They gave me a, a job there, and then I got another job at a congregational church, before we left Boston, Al got this big job at National Accelerator Laboratory, which is the Fermi Lab in Batavia. And I couldn't get a full-time job right away, so I got all these part-time jobs. And one of my jobs was working at the Presbyterian Church in Glen Ellen. Then I got a job in Itasca, organist and choir director, and then I had another job in Elmhurst. But what happened was I started to see the similarities in religion. I said, Religions are all the same. And my husband says, you know, religions are all the same. I said, yes, they are. They say Sanctus, Sanctus, and the Catholics, and then the Jews say Kadosh, Kadosh, and the Protestants say Holy, Holy, Holy. I said, it all means the same thing. What are they fighting over religion? It's all one religion. Come on, wake up. So I started to look into this thing. I kept hearing Baha'i over and over again. I said, I don't know anything about Baha'i. I'm going to look into it. So Rosamond goes to the public library in Glen Ellen, takes out four books on the Baha'i faith. One of them is called Baha'i World Faith. The next one is called Baha'u'llah and the New Era. Christ and Baha'u'llah by Townsend, and then The Divine Art of Living. And I read those four books, and my eyes were popping out of my head. And I told my husband, I'm reading books about the Baha'i faith, and it's very interesting. Then, once I read those books, I said, once, especially Baha'u'llah and the New Era, I said, I'm a Baha'i. How do I become a Baha'i? So I went to the temple, which was Momad, and I go to the temple and I ask, how does one become a Baha'i? Well, said, every Baha'i has a card, and you sign this card. sounds so nice, you know. I said, okay. And they say, go to the nearest Baha'i in your community. I said, who was that? And they told me who it was, Ian Arp. I said, Ian Arp? I just met her a year ago at the PTA meeting. And I call her up. My husband was working at the lab that night. And I call up Ian on the phone. I said, I want to talk to you about the Baha'i faith. Come on over. I can't talk to you right away, she said. But someone else will talk to you, and then I'll talk to you. So I went over there. May 18th, 1971, I go to her house. The first thing I heard was the short healing prayer. Thy name is my healing, oh my God. And remembrance of thee is my remedy. Nearness to thee is my hope, and love for thee is my companion. And I said, oh my God. That put me in ninth heaven. I was so happy when I heard that prayer. I said, that's it. Signed the card. Came home the next day, I thought, yeah, I would say, wonderful, because he thought all religions are the same. 
quite the opposite. <laughs> Boy, was he against, he says, I wouldn't have married you if I knew you were religious. And, you know, you've gone into a different channel. But he was very interested in finding out more about it. So we went to the temple with the kids and everything. And they love the gardens. They walk around the temple and they love the gardens. Where's the next garden? And I just felt, wow, you know, this is so wonderful. And I met all these different people. And I just felt, this is it, you know. Yeah. That was 1971. Here it is 2019. So I'm speaking with Rosamond Brenner, an accomplished keyboard artist, composer, and teacher who at 88 released her fifth CD. And what's the name of your fifth CD? Divine Revelation, Loving and Uplifting Steps to Unity and Bliss. So, Rosamond, your daughter provided nine compositions of yours that you've composed. The first one is, God is all glorious, love is like a fountain. Can you tell us about that one and we'll play it? God is all glorious. It's actually, it's Allah Abha in Arabic. And the rhythm, da-da-da-da-da, Allah Abha, Allah Abha, Allah Abha. But I didn't put, a, put it on the text because most people don't know what Allah Abha would mean. The translation is, God is all glorious, and that's what that comes from. Love is like a fountain. That comes from a quotation from Baha'u'llah when he said, all the laws and ordinances will be changed except the law of love, which like a fountain always flows and is never over, overtaken by change. So I thought, wow, that sounds really amazing. You know, love is like a fountain. So it came into my mind, love is like a fountain. It always flows. Love is like a ray of light. It always glows. Love is like the breath of life, it always blows. Love's the Holy Spirit, it always knows and bestows. And I deliberately leave it as though it's an infinite ending. It has a half cadence. At the, the music doesn't completely come to an end. It's, it always knows and bestows in infinity, because the spiritual world is an infinite world. So that's where that idea came from. It's also related to the Pachelbel so-called canon, which is actually a Pasakalia. A canon is, is a repetition within itself, but Pasakalia means you have one theme and then there's a repeat of the theme with added on things to the theme. So it's actually a Pasakalia, but they call it a canon, so you let it, you let it stick. People are used to hearing it that way. So... Da da dee da 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 is the basic theme. And that's the underpinning of love is like a fountain. Love is like a fountain. Da, 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 da. It goes on that way. So there is vocals on these pieces that we'll be playing? No, it's all piano. So this is God is all glorious, love is like a fountain.
so I'm speaking with Rosamond Brenner, an accomplished keyboard artist, composer, and teacher who at 88 released her latest CD, her fifth CD, called Divine Revelation, Loving and Uplifting Steps to Unity and Bliss. And we just listened to God is All Glorious, Love is Like a Fountain. Now, the next piece, Rosamund, is called Standing on the Mountain. So why don't you tell us about that composition? Okay, this composition is actually a melody by a lady called Jeannie Rebstock Murday, and her last name is now Faust, F-O-U-S-T. She composed this melody called The Queen of Carmel. The melody is so beautiful, and the words are so beautiful. Standing on the mountain, looking across the bay, the Queen of Carmel reigns, she reigns majestically, and so forth. So that's where that idea came from, standing on the mountain. And I set that to music. It's her music and her words, but I just put it to the piano, my rendition on the piano. When you say it's her words, so it sounds like there might be vocals on this? The words are with the CD, oh, on the jacket I see. of the CD. So they okay. can see what the words are, good. but they're not sung.
I'm speaking with Rosamund Brenner, an accomplished keyboard artist, composer, and teacher who at 88 released her fifth CD, her latest CD, called Divine Revelation, Loving and Uplifting Steps to Unity and Bliss. And we just heard Standing on the Mountain. It's from a song composition, the words of which uh, you can find on the jacket of the CD. Now, Rosamond, the next song that you selected, or maybe your daughter selected, is Thy Paradise is My Love. Thy Paradise is My Love is one of the hidden words of Baha'u'llah. Now, he gave these hidden words when he first proclaimed himself as the new prophet. And he says that the hidden words are like a compendium of all the religions of the past, the prophets of the past, the teachings of the past, in one volume. And they're put in, in the garment of brevity as a token of grace to the righteous, that they may stand firm in the covenant of God, may fulfill in their lives his trust, and in the realm of, of the spirit obtain the gem of divine virtue. So there are these little wonderful epigrammatic statements. There's two parts to hidden words. One is in, from the Arabic and one is from the Persian. So this is from the Arabic and it's number six. It starts out, O son of being, thy paradise is my love, thy heavenly home is reunion with me. Enter therein and tarry not. This is that which we have destined for thee in our kingdom above in exalted dominion. So those words are so, so powerful. And you said, I set those to music, and that's why I put that down. Thy paradise is my love, thy heavenly home reunion with me. Mm. <laughs> So I'm speaking with Rosamond Brenner, an accomplished keyboard artist, composer, and teacher who at 88 released her fifth CD, her latest, called Divine Revelation, Loving and Uplifting Steps to Unity and Bliss. And we had just heard her composition, Thy Paradise is My Love. The next one, Rosamond, is Love is the Secret. So tell me about that one. Well, that one is really a mind opener. It comes from Abdu'l-Bahá, who's the son of the prophet, the successor to the prophet. 
And it's number 12 in a book called The Selections from the Writings of Abdu'l-Bahá. And incidentally, all these acknowledgments and, and, and footnotes and things are in the jacket of the CD, so I can refer to. He says, They know ye of a certainty that love is the secret of God's holy dispensation, the manifestation of the all-merciful, the fountain of spiritual outpourings. Love is heaven's kindly light, the Holy Spirit's eternal breath that vivifies the human soul. So I'm thinking, wow. And it goes on and on, and it's just all hail to the revealers of this glorious light. It's just the most enlightening thing. The words are in my head, and I sat at the piano and I started playing the piano, and it just comes out in my fingers. Somehow it's transformed. And I didn't write down anything before. I didn't, it's not a script. It's something that came absolutely right into my head. It's one of my favorite ones on the CD right now. So this is Love is the Secret.
So I'm speaking with Rosamond Brenner, an accomplished keyboard artist, composer, and teacher who at 88 released her fifth CD, Divine Revelation, Loving and Uplifting Steps to Unity and Bliss. And we just heard her composition, Love is the Secret. Now the next selection is called Fire and Light. So tell us about that one, Rosamond. Fire and Light comes from a long obligatory prayer, and the, the words are, Make of my prayer a fire that will burn away the veils which have shut me out from thy beauty and the light that will lead me unto the ocean of thy presence. So I set that one to music. Very, and it's very short, but boy, it has a lot of meaning to it. Very powerful. So this is Fire and Light. So I'm speaking with Rosamond Brenner, an accomplished keyboard artist, composer, and teacher who at 88 released her latest CD, her fifth one called Divine Revelation, Loving and Uplifting Steps to Unity and Bliss. And we just heard her composition, Fire and Light. So the next one, Rosamond, is Justice. The next one is based on a hidden word number two in the Arabic, O Son of Spirit. The best beloved of all things in my sight is justice. Turn ye not away therefrom if thou desirest me, and neglect it not that I may confide in thee. There's the hidden, the uh, golden rule right there, reciprocal. By its aid thou shalt see with thine own eyes, and not through the eyes of others, shall know with thine own knowledge, and not through the knowledge of thy neighbor. Ponder this in thy heart, how it behooveth thee to be. Verily, justice is my gift to thee, and the sign of my loving kindness. So that's one thing. And then I combined it with the words of wisdom, which comes from a tablet of Baha'u'llah. And the very first word of wisdom, he says, the source of all good is trust in God, submission unto his command, and contentment with his holy will and pleasure. So I said that, and then there was a second one. The essence of wisdom is the fear of God, the dread of his scourge and punishment, and the apprehension of his justice and decree. I skipped to the end of the words of wisdom. There were two at the very end. He said, the reason why we reveal the words, I'm just sort of paraphrasing a little bit here, is justice. And he says, for man to be free of idle fancy and imitation, to discern with the eye of oneness his glorious handiwork, and to look into all things with a searching eye. And then there's one more phrase at the end. He says, thus have we instructed thee, revealed unto thee words of wisdom, that thou mayest be thankful unto the Lord thy God, and glorify therein amidst all peoples. So I set the, the words of wisdom with that hidden word, the second hidden word in the Arabic, the best beloved of all things in my sight is justice. And then I used justice as my gift to thee and the sign of my loving kindness. And I kept repeating that for emphasis between the verses. So uh, I was able to make that very clear. Justice is my gift to thee and the sign of my loving kindness. So this is 
justice.
So I'm speaking with Rosamund Brenner, an accomplished keyboard artist, composer, and teacher who at 88 released her latest CD, her fifth one, called Divine Revelation, Loving and Uplifting Steps to Unity and Bliss. And we just heard her composition called Justice. The next one we're going to play, Rosamond, is called Mercy. So tell us about that one. Oh, that's a wonderful one. That comes from in, in the book called The Gleanings from the Writings of Baha'u'llah. It's number 14, and it's the tablet that begins, The Divine Springtime is Come, O Most Exalted Pen, goes on. He's talking to his pen, and he says, to reveal to all created things the greatness of this day. And towards the end of this tablet, which is a writing of Baha'u'llah, he says, Look not on the creatures of God except with the eye of kindliness and of mercy, for our loving providence pervades all created things, and our grace encompasses the earth and the heavens. And that's a melody I put in my very first CD at the very end of my first CD called Peals of Gladness. The very end is called This Day's Gladness, and that's that's referring to this same number 14 in the Gleanings Tablet. The words to that would be, let nothing deter thee from extolling the greatness of this day, the day wherein the finger of majesty and power has opened the seal of the wine of reunion and called all who are in the heavens and all who are on the earth. So it's a very all-inclusive thing. An interesting juxtaposition. The prior piece was called Justice, and then this piece is called Mercy. Justice is given things that you deserve, and mercy is something that God gives you. And he says, ah, mercy, before creation, mercy was the thing. He says, His mercy falls on everyone, on the just and on the unjust. But justice, you have to punish criminals, and you can't use forgiveness in the social setting. Jesus came along and told us about personal forgiveness. But then when you come to Baha'u'llah, he tells us about social forgiveness. And you have to punish criminals in a social setting. And that's why we have the Universal House of Justice in operation right now. But justice is a gift of him and a sign of his loving kindness. That refers, the mercy is behind this justice. There's a reason for it, because if we didn't punish the criminals in a social setting, the world order would be completely mixed mixed. <laughs> it wouldn't be in order. So he says, before we any creation, love is the basic secret. And when you think about the material kingdom, the mineral kingdom is the lowest, basest kingdom, but it's cohesion. That's the, the attribute of, of the mineral kingdom. That is love. That is cohesion. Then you add on. It's an additive thing. When you have the vegetable kingdom, then you have growth and cohesion. And then you have the animal kingdom, you have growth, cohesion, and sense perception. So that means the external senses. Then when you have the human kingdom, you have intelligence with all these other things together. He gives you the choice between good and evil. In the human kingdom, he says, you have to choose between turning to God or turning away from him. So that's the demarcation line between light and darkness. You had mentioned the Universal House of Justice. So for those who may not be familiar with that term, that is the International Governing Council for the Baha'i Faith, which is elected every five years. And so this musical composition by Rosamond is called Mercy.
So I'm speaking with Rosamond Brenner, an accomplished keyboard artist, composer, and teacher who at 88 released her fifth CD, Divine Revelation, Loving and Uplifting Steps to Unity and Bliss. And these pieces are piano compositions interpreting the writings of the Baha'i Faith, and we had just listened to her piece called Mercy. The next piece is called Loving and Tender Hearts. That's from a prayer by Abdul Baha that all the servants of God should have loving and tender hearts and spread about the world and give the teachings from the divine revelation. And he says about the attributes of God, he gives both the masculine and feminine attributes. He says, oh, thou, the strong, the powerful, the mighty, I don't know exactly how it works, but he ends with all, the all-giving, the all-subduing, the all-giving. And then he, he gives another list of characteristics. He says, oh, thou, the generous, the gentle, the tender, the all-bountiful. So the generous, the gentle, the tender, the all-bountiful, that's who he ends that prayer. So that is the reason why I wrote that piece. So this piano composition is called Loving and Tender Hearts. So I'm speaking with Rosamond Brenner, an accomplished keyboard artist, composer, and teacher who at 88 released her fifth CD called Divine Revelation, Loving and Uplifting Steps to Unity and Bliss. And we just heard her piano composition, Loving and Tender Hearts. 
Now the final selection that we're going to play is called Thankfulness. So why don't you tell us about that one, Rosamund? Okay, that means a thankfulness for everything, and that is the most wonderful attribute when you're thankful. And it's the same as contentment with his holy will and pleasure. So I set this to music on several of my CDs in the past, and I added on the last part of, of the prayer. It's from uh, Baha'u'llah, the prayer for thanksgiving. My God, my adored one, my king, my desire, with tongue can voice my thanks to thee. I was heedless, thou didst awaken me. I had turned back from thee, thou didst graciously aid me to turn towards thee. I was as one dead, thou didst quicken me with the water of life. I was withered, thou didst revive me with the heavenly stream of thine utterance, which hath flowed forth from the pen of the all-merciful. And then the last part of it is, O divine providence, all existence is begotten by thy bounty. Deprive it not of the waters of thy generosity, neither do thou withhold it from the ocean of thy mercy. I beseech thee to aid and assist me at all times and under all conditions, and seek from the heaven of thy grace thine ancient favor. Thou art in truth the Lord of bounty and the sovereign of the kingdom of eternity. So I said that. And I'm so happy with that. And it makes me very, very thankful and appreciative of all the gifts. And Abdu'l-Baha, he says, if you, with every breath, if you think God a thousand times, it wouldn't be enough with every breath. So I'm thinking, wow, you know, when you stop realizing all the wonderful favors that God gives you, unlimited favors, the greatest gift of understanding so that you know and recognize the one true God. And then he tells you about divine revelation and they need both your own understanding, and then you need the help of divine assistance. And that's what it's all about. So this piano composition is called Thankfulness.
So we've been speaking with Rosamond Brenner, an accomplished keyboard artist, composer, and teacher who at 88 released her fifth CD, Divine Revelation, Loving and Uplifting Steps to Unity and Bliss. Rosamond, I want to thank you for sharing your piano compositions with us this hour. Oh, I'm very happy to do that. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that interview with Rosamond Brenner, an accomplished keyboard artist, composer, and teacher who at 88 published her fifth CD, Divine Revelation, Loving and Uplifting Steps to Unity and Bliss. I'll be posting links to her music on abahaiperspective.com, where you can also hear this interview and other interviews. You can also listen to Rosamond's interview and other interviews on the YouTube channel, A Baha'i Perspective. For information specifically on the Baha'i Faith, you can go to the website baha'i.org, or you can call the number 1-800-22-UNITE. I hope you join me next time on A Baha'i Perspective. This is WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM, your Valley Free Radio Station, streaming at www.valleyfreeradio.org.